0: Now we're just going to hear from a beautiful young woman in the house, Maria Wilson. She's going to share a little testimony about how God is so good to Maria, and then we are going to hear from Charlotte, and then we're going to have our high tea. So thank you, Maria. Wow, that was actually that was actually quite a tearjerker. This morning has been. Uh, yes. Yeah, so my name is Maria and um, I just moved to the Bay of Islands in October last year from Nelson and um, moved here with Huniana and our boys, Rahiri and Te Wairua, um, and left behind three older children in Nelson, Liam, Crystal and Isaac, that are grown up and doing their own thing. Um, so I just want to share a little bit about myself, just a wee bit, just to give you a bit of background. So. Um, yeah, I grew up in a really lovely home. I had um, a, a father that was our like our spiritual guide in our home, and he had a great faith in Jesus. And um, he used to talk a bit about his experiences. We were not going to church every weekend, but you know we did we did attend church. And when I look back, I realised that I actually had a heart for Christ when I was a small child. And I can look back to even being a nine-year-old and praying a salvation prayer. So when I reflect back on my life, I can see how Jesus actually, he he had me there from the start, even when I didn't realise as an adult that he was there, he was. So, um, yeah, as I got older, of course, you know, rebelling as a teenager and getting into a bit of trouble and dabbling in drugs and drinking and those sorts of things that uh, unfortunately seem to be a part of our culture young people culture here in New Zealand, um, and then I had a baby when I was 17, which is my oldest son, Liam, and um, his sister when I was almost 19, and then his brother when I was 20, so I was a, a 20-year-old mum with three young children, and I was in a relationship that wasn't healthy, and by this point in my life, I had left, um, you know, left anything to do with church really behind and uh was but was a seeker you know I was a seeker there were things in my life that just weren't right so you know I was constantly seeking for something you know seeking for some peace it was inner peace it was like an inner peace that I desired and I had all this chaos and stuff going on around me um I had a wonderful family you know I had really good parents and you know siblings that sisters that were supportive of me but um You know, my journey was a really rocky one for a really long time. Um, So I started looking outside of things to do with uh, Christianity, and I was reading all sorts of things. Anything to do with, um, yeah, finding this inner peace, looking at other spiritual avenues like meditation and, um, like, Buddhist... Practices and um, any Eastern religions, and I was interested. I was right there, you know. And then I was really practicing a lot of this New Age kind of philosophy on putting positive energy out and receiving things positively, and kind of manifesting your own um, your own world. Um, however, I still had a whole lot of turmoil, and it was a whole lot of hard work as well. When I look back, a whole lot of hard work without really achieving anything, um, and so. Yeah, so I'd gone through this relationship. I don't really want to get into it too much, but my older children's dad and I, you know, we were both young, both really off the rails, um, and he had serious issues with addiction, and I thought all of my problems were to do with him. But when I look back, I was just as just as unwell. I might not have had the addiction, but I was the codependent in the relationship, so I was really, really sick. And um, so... In the last, so just kind of skip forward a wee bit, I'm 38. So in the last probably five years, you know, if I think about this really clearly, I can see where Jesus has tried to step into my life. Um, and even when I wasn't aware, I can see it now. Uh, but what happened was I met, I'd met met Honiana and, um, you know, that was amazing. He swept me off my feet, you know hunky Māori guy is, you know. <laughs> 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 swept me off my feet. And, and, you know, we had this whirlwind romance, but, you know, it wasn't... It wasn't the answer either, you know. And at the start, I thought this was the answer, you know. I met this new person. My life was going to be wonderful. But we had our challenges, and some of our challenges were just out of this world too, you know. They were just incomprehensible, you know. Our life had been crazy at times. So... um, I was, with his encouragement, I had been going to Al Anon meetings, and they were, um, that I don't, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous, and then family members can go to Al Anon meetings if they, um, you know, if they want a support group. So I'd been kind of going along. It's a spiritual program, so you, you know, um, but you can, can, you can concoct your own idea of God, and. Um, I quite liked that because I liked to make God into who I wanted God to be at this point. So I could just choose what kind of God I had. Um, And of course, you know, that was more, I was calling God the universe. I didn't call God, God. I called God the universe. Um, And, you know, it's like I said earlier, these energy things. So anyway, I was going along to these meetings and it it seemed to me like this happened quite quickly that Jesus somehow penetrated through this wall that I had and this other stuff that I had to actually reach me. Um, but like I say, it was a process. So I was going to these meetings. I kept, they have these slogans. I mean, I'm not knocking this meeting at all, by the way. This is actually a really good place. People get um, people get sober, you know, people get clean. They, they clean their lives up in these places. Um, but for me, you know, I was... You know, I didn't really know. I was just going along for, it, I think, for the support. So anyway, I was going into these meetings. I have these slogans. And I kept sitting in front of the same slogan every week. And it said, let go and let God. And so this happened three or four times. And um, I'd gone a Friday lunchtime. And in the end, I decided I was going to go in and not look at the floor at all so that I could make sure I wasn't sitting in front of the same slogan again. And, and and there it was, the same slogan again. So this actually annoyed me a bit because I didn't know how to do that. I had no idea what that actually meant. Um, I was trying all sorts of things, and I was still riddled with this turmoil. And then um, another thing for me that happened, I had was at a playgroup with the boys, and I kept seeing this poster on the wall that was It was in a Baptist church, and it kept saying, it said, um, you know, it was about the scripture of winning peace with um, God, peace with others and peace with yourself. So all of these things were things that I actually wanted but did not have any idea how to to get there. So it just kind of, you know, puzzled me for a while. Anyway, this is actually what happened. One day I was sitting in this meeting and I just had my head down and I was just listening to what people were saying. And then all of a sudden, there was Jesus. And he was standing right in front of me, and I was sitting on my seat and I looked up, and his presence was overwhelming, and I knew that it was him in spite of all these other things that I had been doing in my life and trying to achieve, I knew that it was him. and he spoke to me and he said, "I am still here. you have gone away." and I was just absolutely blown away in that moment. So I went out of that meeting and I knew something in that moment had changed in me and that things were not going to be the same again. And I didn't quite understand that either at that point, but I knew that something was going to be different. And, um, you know, some people have mocked me for this. You know, they said, what, you? yes, Jesus was right there and yes, he spoke to me. Well, what does God's voice sound like? you know, these sorts of things, but this really happened to me, and so anyway, you know, I, I pondered this for a while, I didn't tell anybody about this to begin with, I just, you know, I started on this journey, I had not prayed in years, I was putting things out to the universe, you know, this positive energy, but I had not prayed, I had not prayed, I didn't know where a Bible was. I had a Bible, but do you think I knew where where a Bible was? I hadn't opened the Bible in, I don't know, how many years? Probably 15 plus years, you know? And um, so I had no Bible, I had no people I was talking to about this, but I had Jesus directly touch me and directly reveal himself to me amongst all of the seeking. And um, so... Yeah, so I got revelation after revelation after that. It was like downloads from heaven. You know, I'd be hanging the washing out and I would hear something in my mind and i have to go inside and write it down. Um, And I just suddenly understood, you know, there were elements of deception in this world and that I had been... Um, uh, A victim of sorts to that deception Like I had succumbed to that deception And I had been um, going in the complete opposite direction To really where I wanted to be going And where we all actually want to be going in our hearts Um, Yeah, so so that was it in a nutshell Of course my family thought I'd gone crazy And um, And it was just suddenly all around them. And my oldest son, Liam, said to me, Mum, I've never heard you talk about God. And all of a sudden, it's like, God, 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 God. And I'm like, this is amazing. I couldn't understand why my family couldn't see it either. You know, I'm having this, like, to begin with, I called it an epiphany, but it was revelation. And, you know, and I couldn't understand why anyone else couldn't actually see it. Um, But it's it's amazing how God works because he softens the hearts of those around you as well. And, you know, and I see changes in my family. And... um, you know, think, and I mean, things aren't perfect. I, I mean, I live with challenges, of course, but I have, um, you know, I have Jesus, and He is my rock. And and I can, I can tackle anything. I feel like I can tackle anything because, you know, I can lean on Him. And in those moments when I feel my thinking drifting away, He pulls me right back as well. You know, He says, "Come to Me." So, um, yeah. So that's my testimony, and I just. You know one more thing, I was praying one day, and um this this lady she I was praying to Jesus, and I was trying to figure out where I lost him in my life, like where it was, you know, because I think the enemy works quite subtly, and you know kind of comes and steers you away. so I was trying to figure out that point where I actually lost him and This woman comes over to me and she says to me, "You think Jesus hasn 't been there all your life? I was blown away because i 'm praying this very prayer." right now like when did this happen and she says to me but he's been there he's been there the whole time which is what he'd already told me (laughs) he'd been there the whole time and um he showed me this vision and I was like the woman at the well I was her and I was at this well and I was with Jesus and he said to me in this vision he gave me um why are you not drinking (laughs) drink you know drink is awesome I just, I just can't praise him you know more enough I just want to tell everybody about him and you know he's given me a heart for um, for broken woman he really has I have a burning desire in me to love upon you know hurting woman and I believe that is because you know I am a broken woman that is being restored and uh, put back together yeah thank you Wow, that was awesome, wasn't it? You know, the goodness of God, he never leaves us and he never forsakes us. That's what his word says, and he's faithful to his promise. We have another beautiful mum in the house, Charlotte. We are so looking forward to hearing from Charlotte. Thanks.
1: Hey, everybody. God's put something major on my heart today, so I'm actually feeling really at peace. It's God's peace. And i um, just so excited to tell you guys all about just his love and favour that he has over every single person in here. Um, I'll just quickly pray. Uh, Father God, I just pray for your presence to be here, your Holy Spirit to touch every heart in this place, for every word that is spoken out of my mouth to come straight from you and nothing from me, Father God. God, you've revealed to me how much you love every single person here, so I pray that they have expectant hearts, Lord, and that you just move boldly and that you hit them right to the core, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so we've got some exciting news. We're um, expanding the Excite family and our Roototot family, we're having another baby. <laughs> um, it is really exciting, but we didn't have a super exciting start to it because I've been cripplingly sick with morning sickness. And um, it's not like the morning sickness I have with my other kids. This has been like the flu, um, as well as almost like vertigo. Someone walks past you, makes me vomit, or I'd wake up in my sleep and have to run and vomit, or um, it's just been totally consuming. Um, Anyway, when I first got it, I was sort of, you know, even head in the bowl, I'm um, praise you Jesus for my healing, you know, really believing for it and knowing how good he is and, you know, worshipping him through it. Um, A couple of weeks down the track, I started to get really like drained by it and everything and I started feeling frustrated. I'm going, come on God, like where's this, you know, where's this miracle healing you've got for me? I know you do. Um... Another couple of weeks passed, and I can't even cuddle my kids, I can't kiss them, they can't come near me, because it just makes me just vomit all over again, so sick, and um, so I literally just laid on the couch for almost, I think it's been like nine weeks of, well, of that, um, and I felt like desperation kind of set in, I was so upset, and I actually felt so abandoned by God, and this one day, it peaked, and we had my son had a um, sports event and we went to that. It's in like the hot sun. I'm tired, walking around all day. So I think because of the exhaustion, it was just so bad. I was just vomiting all day and it's public and people coming up, hugging you and being all happy to see you and everything. It was so terrible. And then I got stabbed in the leg with a piece of rusty wire. You know, when things come to a big head, sometimes they go pretty hard out. Um, anyway, we went home. I would just... Passed out on the bed, so drained, and I woke up needing to vomit. I went to run to the toilet, and I collapsed because, little did I know, my leg had swollen so big while I'd been laying there. It was like there was no ankle. The whole thing was just gone. So I'm, like, crawling to get to the toilet, get my head in the bowl, and I'm vomiting. And as I pulled away, I feel like it. Got, I got so wrong. I said, where are you, God? Like, where is this promise of my healing? And um, right as I said that, I felt his presence. He was sitting on the toilet floor with me. <laughs> like, I felt so consumed by his love, so covered and so close to him. And it was like, it was just such an amazing revelation of his love, just because you haven't had that answer yet. Oh, his closeness is just so amazing. Um, I realized that he wasn't distant, but he was constant in my storm. Now, he never said that we would be exempt from hardship, but he did say that he would. He promised that he'd be with us, and I've got a few verses about this. Um, he says he in Psalm 91:15, he will call upon me, talking about us, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. He'll be with us in trouble. Psalm 23:4. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. You are my rod. You. Your rod and your staff, they bring me comfort. In Deuteronomy 31.8, The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. We will all have times of trouble and valleys and storms, um, but he can be depended upon, is so faithful to deliver us and to honor us, to be with us, and to never leave us. Um, And all of these promises that he's given us can be so depended upon. This is his word and his promise to us. So you might be waiting on your answer to your prayer that you've put forward to him, whether it be um, a financial thing, or maybe in your marriage, or um, at work, health things, whatever it is. Please know that he's not uninterested, and he's not distant, You are so precious to him, and he has chosen to be in this with you, and he has heard your prayer. Your prayers have been heard, so find your promise in his word and cling to it. For your healing or for your financial breakthrough, find it and cling to it. I've been reading about um, Joseph in the Bible lately, and it's been blowing my mind. I'll give you a little recap on his life. Um, He was an amazing man and he was so favoured and loved by God, but he had so many hardships. Um, So when he was young, he had a vision that he would be um, ruling and that there'd be people bowing down to him. And um, he was the favoured son of his household. This This is the vision that God gave him. Um, he was the favoured son of his household, which led to his brothers being super jealous. And then they were all like, let's kill him. And then when they decided that's not really kosh, they were like, let's just sell him instead. So they sold him to, I was supposed to ask you how to say, Pot- Pot- Potiphar. Potiphar. They, they sold him to Potiphar. And then when he was in Potiphar, in Potiphar's house, although that's like a crazy, horrible thing to go through, The Lord was with him and was blessing him. It says, when his masters saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, Joseph found favor in the in his eyes and became his attendant. Potiphar put put him in charge of his household, and he entrusted to his care everything that he owned. So that's what, even in hardship, God's just putting favor and blessing and loving on him still. Um, so then even Potiphar's wife thought he was pretty dope. So he, she got all like ready to wanting to try and get with him. He was all like, no, that's not a okay thing to do. So she was, she was kind of offended by this and said, oh, he, you know, said that he was going to, he was attempting to get with her. Anyway, Potiphar was furious because he believed his wife, kicked him out and sent him to jail. So he spent 12 years in jail for a crime that he didn't even commit. Again, I would just be so blown away and broken by some, some sort of hardship like this. But in, in jail, it says, But while Joseph was in, there, in the prison, the Lord was with him. He showed him kindness and granted him favour in the eyes of the prison warder. So the water put Joseph in charge of all those held in the prison. And he was made responsible for all that was done there. So again, he's just lifted up by God, covered by God, loved by God. God's still with him, and um, he ends up interpreting. God gives him dream interpretations, and he does one. He does one for um, the Pharaoh, 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 and um, when he does his one, he gets brought into um, after twelve years in jail. He gets does one for the Pharaoh, and then the Pharaoh. Again, seize the favour of God on him, because God is with him. Then the Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has made all of this known to you, there is no one so discerning and wise as you. You shall be in charge of my palace, and all my people are to submit to your orders, only with respect to the throne will I be greater than you. He put him in charge of everything. His brothers ended up coming and even bowing down to him. He ruled. God's vision came true because God, when God makes a promise, he always fulfills it. Always. His words are solid. Um, so they, and the brothers and him ended up reconciling, which is pretty awesome too. Through all of uh, Joseph's hardships, he believed in God's promise of the vision that he gave him. And while he waited and through every storm, God loved him and poured favour out over him. The Lord was with him every single moment. Um, So we need to trust God that our breakthrough is coming and that his timing is perfect. Find his promise in the Bible and cling to it, cling to his words for you. And while we wait, know that his love, his favour and his blessings are upon you. Maybe you need to release it to him like I did, get raw and call out to him, cry out to him. And he will, I know that the Holy Spirit will just pour out over you and you'll just feel God's closeness. How Maria was saying, there's no denying that when you are touched by God, you can't, there's no way to explain that. It's so good. And I know for a fact, he wants to show every single person in here this love today. He's put it so magically on my heart. Um, even in your trouble so you will be dancing and rejoicing instead of consumed by your pain you'll be rich in your spirit knowing that you're beyond blessed rather than worried about your financial situation you'll be comforted instead of broken and you will be absolutely filled with hope instead of in despair if we always had everything that we wanted when we wanted it would we even depend on God it's through depending on Him that we see that He's faithful and that He sticks to His promises and His word is solid. His love is unshakable. And did you know that it is His joy to pour out His love over you? When I was praying into this in the congregation for today, I feel like He placed me here and I saw everyone sitting there and this is what He said about you. He said that He absolutely adores you. And he said that just the sight of your face, just the sight of you, makes his face light up. Like he's just so in love with you. And he also said that he has as much interest into your every move today as he did when he sat there and in detail created every inch of you. Oh, he so wants to reveal this love to us. (laughs) He's so good. Um, So, um another little testimony is recently we went down to Auckland to have a family weekend away but we packed in about four days worth of stuff into two days we were like beyond exhausted but it was super fun we even got to go to the Warriors and watch them smash the Tigers which was amazing um it was so good but we I think we'd underestimated the train right back and the walk home thinking it's you know it's not that far anyway we found ourselves 11 o'clock at night carrying two sleeping children dragging the other one carrying bags up this massive hill and I'm sitting like oh my goodness this is so draining anyway we came home crashed out so the next morning our family we're full of moans full of we're just tired you know we're so like we're just drained by it all to be honest and um and I wasn't being very patient with the kids and I felt like everything was just really hard. My sister messaged us and said, um, did we wanna go to a church out west with her? We're staying in the city. And um, to be honest, I felt like by the time we actually pick up our bags and check out, are we even gonna make it? And um, we promised the kids we would take them to Altair Square so they could ride the escalators. And so I so I kind of felt like, is this a battle that I can be bothered having with my family right now to say no you're not doing any of that we're doing this instead anyway, so I sort of just left it but as I'm sitting in the car we driving around looking for a car park, I'm praying to God and I feel like in my spirit I just knew I just needed to be in the house of God I needed to hear his some encouraging word I needed to be in a place of worship with him and um and as we're driving, we find a car park and we parked in the basement of Altair Square. You have to go up two flights of stairs to get up to the top. We went up one. And as we reached the first floor, I'm like, there's heaps of people in here. What's happening? It's a church. We walked into a church. You couldn't get to the second flight of stairs without walking through Equippers church. I'm like, mind blowing. What's going on here? Like, we're Equippers church. Anyway, I was broken. I was like, oh God is just, he just loves us so much. He knew the desire of my heart and he was like, I'm gonna, what's that song? And it's like, he's gonna chase you down, seek you out and pour out his love on you. I'm just, was so mind blown. Anyway, we sit down and they introduce the speaker, Reggie Debs, And I'm like, what? So he spoke here at Excite Church on the Saturday night. A few hours later, Sunday morning, I walk into the church where Reggie's speaking. I'm like, yeah, okay, praise God this is going to be good because I know he's put this in my place for a reason. And then, um, anyway, when, I feel like I've just gone on and totally forgotten about my notes. Where even am I now? Um, And then, skipped all of that. So, um, when... um, when we're sitting there, though, and ready to hear Reggie speaking, to be honest, it really hit me, this huge amount of love that I have from God, and I just felt all of a sudden so undeserving, you know? Um, I'd been so sour and grumpy that morning, and I'd made no attempt to go to church, and I just felt like, oh God, like I don't deserve this, you know? But the message that Reggie was speaking about, he talked about Jesus on the cross, and there was a thief either side of him. And... Um, One of them was repentful and broken, and he turned to Jesus and he said, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, I tell you the truth. Today you will be with me in paradise. Jesus Jesus knew that that man was going to die right there on the cross, and he knew that there was no way that that man could hop down even for a second to do one good deed to earn what was being given to him. Yet Jesus gave it to him all the same because he loves him. Nothing I, nothing I did or didn't do earned me God's favour or love that morning at all. God just does it because He loves us. Um, Jesus has never wanted us to earn anything, but He gives it to us freely through grace, and it is His joy to give us this. Um, so I really feel like you might be in here and have never met God but I can tell you this, that He is desperate for you and He's desperate to scoop you up just like He did that man on the cross. He wants nothing from you except your heart. As a child of God, He gives you His love and His salvation and His favour and His blessings freely just because He loves you and you are already chosen. Nothing that you ever do now or ever will do will ever make Him love you more or less. He just loves you. You are so precious to God, and he wants to reveal this to you today. His unconditional and intense love that he has for you. And his gift of freely of salvation. That's an eternity of closeness with him. So I'm still waiting on my miracle healing. <laughs> still, I kept that sitting in the thinking, oh, not yet, just let me do the thing, don't let me get sick again, oh, I'm good. But um, I know that it's coming because He's faithful and He says by, by His stripes we're healed. So I'm clinging to that. But I tell you what, I'm no longer frustrated or in a hurry for it because I know that He is with me and I've never felt closer or more consumed with His love ever in my life. He has given me joy in my hardship and absolute peace in my storm. Keep your eyes fixed firmly onto the promise that He's given you for whatever your circumstances are. And in the meantime, bath in His presence. Um, he really wants to reveal His love to you on a much deeper level today. He showed me this. So, um, he I feel like it might be, if there's an opportunity of some music afterwards, or just to sit quietly, or we're happy to pray for you or anything, but or even when you're at home privately later, I know that he hasn't said this without meaning he's going to do it. He wants to fill all of us deeply in our hearts and into our spirits with his love. So I just really encourage all of you guys to spend some time with him and he he will fill you. (laughs) When you ask, you will receive. And I know that it's going to be major. So, yeah.